Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Big games on tap this Sunday, last weekend of the NFL. Coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. we got some Yeah Man, No Man as well. Go get some Hey Man L, man. Mike and I were just talking about the weather. It's great to just chill, have a brew or two. Uh, the original OG 5%. Blonde alcohol, hey man, ale uh, at your local package stores, and then of course the watermelon lime, which is great. Um, but Mike and I were just saying, like, we like the cool weather. We don't like the cold <laughs> yeah. weather. I got to check the bag. I got to bring some down for our boys down there in New Orleans uh, down there this weekend. But yeah, I like you know I like wearing you know the, the uh, break out that nice overcoat maybe once or twice. I'm done with this cold weather. I'm ready to move on, baby. It is cold, Jack. Matter of fact, this morning it was like 30 degrees walking that dog. Oh. And then the damn dog gets off the leash, chases a deer for two miles. So I'm going through the woods. I look like, you know, I look like that scene in Sopranos when. Um, They're cold. Remember, you know, when uh, Polly Walnuts and Chris are in the, in the yeah. Pine Barrens in the woods? That look, was me. Looking, I, for, looking for that dude. Interior decorator. <laughs> looking for that yeah, That's I, right. Looking for that <laughs> place to like crap. And the damn dog comes prancing back. Doo, 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 like nothing happened. Like, oh, man. Literally two miles. I, I nearly ran on a Chris Weber's estate. I believe it. I believe it. You, honestly, you're lucky you found him because they they, he might have chased yeah. that deer forever. I mean, literally, th- whatever it did, he did come back. But, yeah, so I, now I've got to – now there's another thing. Get to Petco. Now it's time to get back on the harness, <laughs> I, the straight jacket thing. <laughs> yeah, the weather wow. – the weather uh, – listen, and I think we're going to get some rain and all that. We're not weathermen, but we play them on the radio. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but that's what we were talking about. So, hey, go Should get be some- nice. Go to New Orleans, by the way. Should be like, like low 60s, upper 50s. Should be nice. Should be oh, nice for weather. the outdoor yeah. uh, walk-around yeah. New Orleans deal. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Guys, uh, as we talk about our poll question, which has a lot of you – boy, it triggered you. I mean, I had no idea. Guys are hot. Yeah, because we asked the question based on this article in Sports Illustrated. Okay, not us. Connor Orr does a great job, but he says the Falcons should give Arthur Smith one more season with a better quarterback. And he lays out all this stuff, and mm-hmm. many of you are like, no! Yeah. Um, See, this is why okay. we really do need at some point to get a sit down, and, and we may be talking to Arthur next week. We may be get a chance to talk to Terry Fontenot. I would just love to know how the decision to roll with Ritter, and that was our best option. And Heineke was on the obvious insurance policy because he was, you know, it, it, look, perfectly cast as the backup quarterback. And then, unfortunately, i got to be honest, a little disappointed in Heineke. I thought he had a bit of a higher ceiling. He kind of showed you his limitations at time. He did. Maybe some of that was because he wasn't 100% in that Bears game, whatever. But let me, let me his, tell but you. It was just, to me, though, somebody came up with this plan. And this was our this was the master plan. So, you know, who, you know, who gets the heat for that? Let me tell you how, how delusional we were, though. Because when he came in the game in Tennessee, everybody got super excited. 
And what we didn't realize it is that it had been so bad that anything that looked halfway decent right. was going to make us feel better. That's how delusional we were right. when it comes to this. It was, here comes Heineke, oh my God! People yeah. were losing their minds. Well, you're looking for a spark. We went round and round. You were losing you know. your minds. And then, as it came back down to earth and you witnessed it, that's how delusional we were. It yeah. was bad from the start. Like, there was no, there was nobody that was going to come in and save the day. Did it look better? Yeah, because Mike, he was completing passes. Yeah, he was, you know, he, but again, 12 of 21 that afternoon in Nashville. You and I were up there for a touchdown of 175 in the second half. But you see, and this is where, you know, we, we, get, we keep going back to it. I apologize for being you know, a broken record, but could you have given Ritter more help, in, more starts last year, more work in the preseason? Would that have changed the outcome? We'll never know. Yeah. But I, I, I can't imagine more reps, more live bullets in preseason wouldn't have helped the man get ready for whatever the season was going to be. All right, guys, more on the Falcons coming up. You can vote Dukes and Bell 929, and we're not telling you which way to vote. We're just telling you go vote because we're curious to know how you feel and what you think. Mike and I have no idea what's going to happen when we come in here on Monday. Zero. We could be talking about Arthur being back. We could not be. We have no idea. Right. But the thing around the league is now the, the, the Connor Orr article is one way to look at it. You know, if you're here in Atlanta, you know. Whoever decided to go with it, skill position, skill position, skill position, you know, upgraded the offensive line, and you're still scoring less than 20 points. You know, you scored 21 points, uh, 21 and a half you averaged with Mariota last year. You averaged 19 with Matt Ryan your first year. So an offensive coach whose offense doesn't score points, but, and, but yet you devoted the big, the big money picks to the guys that are supposed to drive this offense. And they put yards up, and they don't put enough touchdowns up. That's my beef. I'm loving these comments, Mike, about the quarterback and, and, you know, could he pick the right guy? Who is that guy? I will tell you this, Mike, and I've seen a lot of this, and a lot of you are saying Kirk Cousins. Well, <laughs> Fine. Just know that's $30 million, potentially or more, all right, that, that may cost you. And I don't even know if he wants to leave Minnesota, Mike. I have no idea where Kirk Cousins is. But if you just feel like, hey, coming off the injury, he's an upgrade, which he would be, uh, let's go do that. Okay, that's fine. Just know that 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 is a significant price that you're going to pay. Right. Even more so than if you traded to go get go get Fields. Right. Now, and the thing with Fields is the big question. I know we got a lot of Fields guys out there. I know you're a Fields guy. Yeah. Is has he done enough? Whether it's through his fault or not, because of the the, the you know the turnover in Chicago, the coaches he's dealt with, the lack of you know star you know skill position for much of it until DJ Moore got there. Do you say? He's not going to be worth that big contract extension that, you know, that $200 million or more more contract you're going to have to hand over. See, that's the question. I like Fields, but I'm still not sold that has he done enough unless you're betting on the come that he, you know, he lights it up. He throws for 4,000 yards and he becomes the guy we all thought he was. And, yeah, he's going to be worth, you know, $35 million or more a year. If I go with Kirk Cousins, I know exactly what I'm getting, you know, and then the, then the time to win is now, you know, and then you go draft the defensive end. Let's go to work, right? Yeah, that's that's that would be the plan. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you get that right, however you go about it, I'm with Mike. I think we do that in free agency. I just we're picking currently what 10th right now. And that could change depending right. on if we win or lose and or whatever. Now, now, here's the other thing. Would, would the Falcons be scared off of the medical and panics? Because, like, I'm not trying to be prisoner of the moment. I said this when, you know, when you were doing basketball yesterday, last night. But Penix, man, he's just, he's intriguing as hell. If you can, prov- if you can protect him yeah. and, and the comp we got from BMAC last hour, he said it looks like Warren Moon the way well, he drops it in. If he's that with the deep ball and his it's, it's accuracy, Boom. yeah, you got to make that happen. All right, man, it's Dukes and Bell. Let's get to an NFL. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league. This is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. 
Uh, people are saying that Mike Tomlin, win or lose, if they don't get in the playoffs, uh, if they win, they still need help from the Bills to beat the Dolphins. But they're like, hey, he's done. He's moving on. Well, listen to what Travis Kelsey said about the media and talking about Mike Tomlin. The media is so dumb. Why are we? In, <laughs> why do we do the media? Well, Just, a bunch of Just a bunch of jackasses. Just a bunch of jackasses. Just out here talking nonsense. One of the best coaches the NFL has ever even seen about to possibly get his 17th consecutive non-losing season. Look, we're all Tomlin fans on this show. You've been listening over the years, but I just think, and we talked, Brian McFadden said this is a former Steeler who played for coach. He's almost loyal to a fault. The Matt Canada thing kind of ran its course. You know, the, the, for whatever the stubbornness of running Trubisky out there, when you see that, you know, this time around, the other guy, Mason Rudolph, is doing a heck of a job. Uh, he's, like, he's, he's dealt with mercurial personalities from Le'Veon Bell to Antonio Brown to uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and everybody else who seems to – they drafted wide receiver. But do you think maybe – do you need to just, I don't know, hit the reset in Pittsburgh? Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I think I'd stay the course, but are, this year, but are this, they in a similar position though that we are in? Yeah. They got to get the quarterback right. They're spinning their wheels. Look, they look. Do you think Pickett's the dude? No, I don't think he is. He's no. sh- he he's like Fields in the sense that he shows you moments of brilliance and then sometimes just is, just makes bad decisions and turnovers. Yeah, I I like his carefree attitude and the way he goes about it, but that also cost him where he throws in the coverages and makes mistakes where. You just don't have to do those things. But that's what I think. I think he's Tomlin's in a situation where he's got to go and find a quarterback, too. Um, You can't tell me, um, you know, Pickens, when his head is on, is not one of the most dynamic wide receivers. You've seen it over the last few weeks. Defensively, they're always going to be good. That's how they are built. Tomlin comes from the defensive side of the game. I just think, Mike, that's the thing. And and so we'll see. But I'm with Travis Kelsey. It is dumb to even think, like, you're going to move on from a guy. Think about this and where we've been as a franchise. You guys go find me a coach that's not going to have a losing season in 17 years. I'll right. take him right now. But that's also a reflection of that organization, which is always drafted so well. And they, they love, the, again, the continuity of it. And you, we talked about it. They've gone through, what, five coaches already in Carolina under one owner right. and Tepper? But they've gone, you know, it's, it's Chuck Knoll, it's Cower, you know, in the last 50-some-odd years. And then it's, uh, it's obviously Tomlin. Let me throw a name at you real quick because there was an article in the Baltimore Sun today about how good Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. has been. Would you be interested in Todd Munkin as a head coach? Well, listen, I think Todd went back to the NFL because he likes the NFL. And let's be honest, NIL and all this other BS that college coaches are dealing with, it's a lot. So he goes back to the league. You see him improve Lamar Jackson. Mike, if he wants to become a head coach, these, these opportunities are going to be there for him. He's been an OC before in the NFL with a number of teams, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, and now with the Browns. But I just Munkin, And I think he's better now. Yeah, and I do think, you know, if you – does it have any bearing on the NFL? But what he did with Stetson Bennett in Georgia, that's it. pretty darn impressive, too. It is. It's on the resume. There's no right. doubt. Let's hear from Steve Young, Mike. He says he doesn't like sitting out games. We know there are a lot of guys who will sit. Speaking of the Bravens, no Lamar this weekend. There's a bunch of guys. Stafford's not playing for the Rams. These are the decisions that are made. Steve Young, what do you think? I don't like sitting out. It's not taking a week off. It's just I'd rather warm up, play a quarter, even a half, and be done like that's the way to kind of stay with it mm-hmm. i don't feel like there's any you know now you're going to get the next week off so you're not going to play for three weeks i mean 21 days that's just from a quarterback spot that's a hard restart it takes a minute it I always said it takes a half every game you miss it takes a half to kind of get fully back up to speed he's not lying because that is what mm-hmm. happens with lamar they have the number one overall seat right you don't play this week you get the bye 
and you're not playing for three weeks? But he missed, like, I make it four weeks because he got uh, banged up and missed it last year. Then last year there was also maybe some contract stuff that was in there, too, about him reluctant to get out there. I, I just think there's too much risk, and if you lose Mar- Lamar Jackson, you're dead in the water. So I, I understand what Steve's saying, but I, I think you just got to you got to sit him. We, we, we spent a lot of time every year talking about John Abraham and the what-ifs if the Predator was 100% for the NFC Championship back in 12. Smitty decided to roll with the starters. That last week, it was meaningless. I just think... Carl, there's so much wear and tear now through 17 regular season games. Sit these guys if you're locked in. Raiders are not going anywhere. Max Crosby is tired of it, Mike. When do you hear players say this? Made the playoffs one time in five years. And we got to figure out what what we're going to do moving forward. And I'm sick of change. I'm sick of losing. Um, I just want stability and consistency. And that's all that matters to me. I want to win. Well, we Hmm. haven't been in the playoffs since. 17. Six years for us. I mean, come on. I, Look, feel, I feel like Max Crosby right now. Hey, he's an intense dude. I mean, he gets after it. You got to love his, his giddy up. And uh, man, he was him and those Raiders were chirping when they were beating up on the Chiefs a few weeks ago in Arrowhead. Can't argue with that. We mentioned uh, Tyreek Hill's home catching fire. He's back at practice today for the Dolphins. Uh, Tandy Hill will start for the Titans in that game this week. And Nathaniel Hackett, Carl, says fixing the Jets offense starts with me. He's not lying. No, nope. Sherlock. Yeah. He <laughs> thought he didn't have to work this year, Mike, because they had Aaron Rodgers. Seriously. He, Aaron's he was gonna best Aaron, buddy. Yeah, he was yeah. going to let Aaron run all that, change, make the adjustments, change the plays. I don't have to do anything. And then all of a sudden that changed. Hey, Justin Fields, uh, they play Green Bay. Green Bay, winning you're in. Justin Fields, is there anything to do in Green Bay? It'll be a fun environment to walk into. You know, their home field. Uh, I know their fans are going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great environment to us for us to play in. And, uh, you know, hopefully they have a great game and get the double on Sunday. Not he's much always to do. Yeah, he's always chirped and taking shots at the at the Packers, which is kind of funny from time to time. Um, so we'll see. I know that they've got big decisions because Eberflus might get got. They may move on from Fields. Has he done enough? There's now the sentiment now in Chicago has swung to Fields' side. A lot of certainly if you watch the crowd and you heard the crowd saying we want Fields yeah. against the Falcons last week. Hey man, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of him, was voted by his teammates as the Jets' most inspirational player for 2023. <laughs> Only in the Jets. That's the Jetsiest of the Jetsy things ever. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Hey, coming up, we got to talk about what's going on with the uh, Falcons and how they line up this weekend. There are guys that Mike has already gotten. He's gotten my attention by saying some guys may be questionable. Some guys might not play. We'll talk about it next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Aim. We're going to open up the phone lines at 404-726-0929. We've got a poll question up at Dukes and Bell discussing whether or not Arthur Smith deserves one more season with a new quarterback. Here's the deal. I want you to call in. If your answer is no, that's fine. If your answer is yes, that's fine. But you've got to give us one reason why. Okay? If you're going to just call and go, Dukes and Bell, no, hell no. Why? Give me one reason why. If you say Dukes and Bell, yes, why? Compelling argument. Give me a reason. You know Why? But I will say this. Before we get those calls, it gets back to what you and I discussed a lot this week. It's a new wrinkle to the discussion. There's a the, the vibe is, and I can't confirm this. Guys asked me this at the gym today. Guy was asking me, he goes, did he pick all the groceries? Then it's on him. I go, I don't know. I don't know. I know that Fontenot got all the defensive pieces, and that worked out pretty well. And he, I had a relationship with Ryan Nielsen, and that's worked out pretty good. You know, and certainly Drake London, the numbers are bearing it out. You know, that he's worth it. Bijan, we didn't debate it. Jalen Carter's hit a wall for the Eagles. Now that, I don't hear those guys chirping about that. So, no. But, but, but if you pick some of these guys and the utilization rate and everything else, and the coach signed off on this quarterback scenario, then the coach has to go. Um, do you think any of these offensive-minded guys don't know what they feel like they need for their offenses? If you do, then you have to believe that they know who they want to go get or at least target. That is where I'm at. I, I don't – listen, I've not sat and talked with Arthur about, did you pick this guy specifically? Did you want this guy? The only guy I do know for sure, and it's not from Arthur, it's from my Texas folks, Bijan. He wanted Bijan. They wanted Bijan. They felt he fit the culture, right. and they and he fit what they're trying to do offensively. Everybody else, I have no idea about. Okay? Talked to Rich McKay during the preseason down at camp, and he was saying you know, all the work they did, you know, researching Bijan and spending time with the family. Just it's just everything we've come to learn is you know, Carl our, our conversations, what fans have seen. He's just obviously the guy is just totally class act, and he's been money. But I just it, to me, it's just the the question also is is Arthur and Terry Fano going to say potential new coach? Hey, we got a good thing going defensively. You know, all you got to do is fix the offense. You know, because coaches want to bring in their own staff. They, they pick, you know, their buddies and assistants. Sure. But I, I, I don't want to, the other downside to this. If this maybe this makes it pro Arthur is, I kind of like the job Ryan Nielsen's doing. No, he's doing a great job. And I, I don't, I wouldn't want to lose him after reset that. Yeah, he's doing a great job. All right, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. We're going to jump on the phones here. Whether you agree or disagree, why? Winston, you get us started. Welcome in on a Friday. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, Winston, tell us, does he deserve hey man, another? Hey, hey, man. I just, does he I deserve another you year? A, you guys do a wonderful job. I just want to say that. And, then, and secondly, preface it with saying I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. Oh. So I definitely want to see Arthur Smith say. It's dirty. It's dirty. That's mean. That's just mean. I, I, I think, I think he's, he's, he's fumbled the quarterback position. And if you guys keep him again next year, He's going to also fumble that position and bring in a, a older vet that he possibly could control and already know what he's doing. So hmm. as a Carolina Panthers fan, I think y'all guys should keep him. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Listen, yeah. uh, Winston, next year if he is back, I'm telling you right now, and he knows this, he's got one season. Can't get it wrong. 
And we need somebody that is not only going to win games, but we also need a dynamic quarterback. This is why Mike and I continue to talk about, you know, potential trades and going out. He's not going to get an old veteran that he can control. No, no, he no. understands what's at stake if he right. comes back next yeah, season. Yeah, I guess he means like, like a Ryan Tannehill. But I mean, like, Kirk- <laughs> boo, <Yeah>. boo. <laughs> no. Kirk Cousins would be a good piece for that. You know, Kirk Cousins. I mean, look, I think fans would be, I think, you think fans would dig Kirk Cousins here? Would that move the meter? Well, dude's been so good. I mean, he's, I think we take yeah. it for granted, by the, the way. The guy who throws almost 30 touchdowns year after yeah. year after year. Yeah, I mean, he's been good. So, just real quick, you know, the other thing about this with, you know, with Arthur and the quarterback situation is, you know, do you, do you, do you trust him with any of these other, if you go, if you go draft a rookie quarterback, one of these guys, yeah. do you trust him to f- come up with a plan that maximizes that guy's skill set? You know, and, and where are we moving? How far are we moving up, by the way, also? Caleb Williams, I don't trust him. He's a turnover machine. Okay. The guy that I'm more interested in is Jalen Daniels. All right. Jaden Daniels, I should say. You know, and then Penix is in there for me, too. Yeah. I'm with you. Big James, you're up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Does he deserve another year with a new quarterback? Yes or no, and why? I don't believe he does. I believe that he is bad at quarterback evaluation, and I'm just going off of the Desmond Ritter draft, everything that was said about him. Terry Fontenot got some of the blame, too. I think we need a whole new new regime. But if he does stay, I'm with Mike, Michael Penix. Yeah. Michael Penix. Yeah. Love yeah. y'all. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Listen, if Penix wins, even if he doesn't, but if he wins, let's just say those five touchdowns or something crazy, Mike, four against Michigan, stock's going to be off the charts. It just is because now you're talking about – your playoff run, who you defeated, arguably two of the best defenses that you handled on top of what he did during the regular season. And, and my guess is, Mike, he'll go, whether he goes to combine and throws or not, or he, he does his personal workout, right. he's going to crush that. He's right. going to crush that. So No, I mean, you, you look where he's at and you look at these numbers. I mean, he's thrown over 4,600 yards both seasons. Nuts. I mean, I, I know it's different in the Pac-12 defense. You have to tell me that. But still, the, and you just you see accuracy. The Fran Tarkin said you can't coach that kind of accuracy. He just has it. Marcus, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, what are you thinking? Tell us. Hey, hey man. Hey, man. Hey, man, let's, let, let's get him on out of here, man. It's time for him to go, man. Uh, let's get a new coach, new quarterback. Let's just start all over, tell, man. But tell me, tell is, me why, though. Tell me why. The quarterbacks aren't – we, we, we got to start. We need, we need new, fresh blood in here, man. It's not, it's not working. Okay. And then Arthur Smith, we bring in a bring in a new quarterback. He go baby him, run run every single play, and 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 not trust him with his arms. So just just get him out of here. Dude, okay, good call. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much what, for listening. What's, what's so funny, Carl, is you know earlier part of the year when we thought we were going to run the ball in games like you know the Jacksonville game or the Detroit game, we actually came out throwing. I mean, right. it was like what the heck. So some yeah, of the, but do you think he babied Ritter? No, I, I think I he missed. I just think the game plans didn't make a lot of sense. See, another thing, real quick, you said. If they bring him back, what, what's going to change? Is Arthur going to figure out how to not burn timeouts in the middle of the game because he can't get the play in on time? Is that going to get fixed? I mean, what, what, what would be the point of bringing a guy in if he's not going to change the fundamental issues we've already discussed, and then you got to fire him five or six games in? Now you've wasted two – now we've wasted four seasons. I mean, the two with the cap, he gets a pass. This was the year there were expectations, and they blew it in the, with the easiest schedule in the league. 
And then next year you're telling me we're going to bring him back. Okay, you don't get to call plays. Well, what's the point of having a coach who's an offensive mind guy? You're not, you're not letting him call the plays. Well, it doesn't mean that That's he's not, be- is not in, in on the game planning. Like, like, you know, again, I think everybody thinks that Kyle Shanahan's in a room by himself. No. There are a bunch of guys, including Mike McDaniel, before he left that organization, that was game planning with Kyle. Same applies to Art. You could have guys and his brain trust saying, hey, this is how we're going to attack this. But I hear you. I just think it gives you more leverage as an organization to say, we're going to help you and bring in some people. I don't know if the fan base responds to it because, to your point, I think that the idea is, regardless who it is, he's still calling the plays. See, the thing is, and if you do bring in, you say, look, Arthur, you get to stay, but you're no longer calling plays. The one thing that, and this is this is this would be a check mark on the pro keeping Arthur's side. We said this all day on Wednesday up at Flowery Branch. The players like this guy. They buy into this guy. Now, you could argue that the players, unfortunately, don't execute what he's putting out there too often. That's well, what created some of the problems. This one season. guy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Jesse Bates is doing his job. Yeah, well, Kyle. is doing yeah. his job. Like, it's one guy that hasn't executed yeah. to what he well, needed Kyle, to. Kyle Pitts hasn't executed like he should either. Whether it's pass blocking when he's asked to, when he's asked to run block, when he's asked to do some of the things. Now, you could argue, once you've established that the baseline for him blocking isn't that good, stop asking him to block. See, that goes back to, some. I think, some of the stubbornness with Arthur. Do you also think, because I do, that they were also protecting him, knowing he was coming off that injury and knowing that he wasn't 100%. You don't throw a guy out there and say, hey, go take on that double team. Like, there's something to be said about we're going to try to keep you healthy for the rest of the season as we work you back in. We didn't know that at the beginning of the season. We thought this dude was 100%. But as we've been told now, as the season has gone along, what was the term that Coach kept saying? He's working his way back. Right. He's working his way. Okay. So, I, listen, I'm not ever going to sit here and make excuses. I'm just telling you what makes logical sense now. If I went back to week two and watched how they used him, where they put him in formations, you needed him out there, but you also were protecting the fact that, hey, this dude's not 100%. How do we get around this and still have him on the field to be effective? Well, you figure in the NFL how many, you know, how many plays are you going to have? You know, I mean, you got 45, 50, depending on how, how much how you manage the clock. You know, there's certain moments that stand out. It doesn't – sometimes it can define what you think of a coach. And fair or unfair, when I think of this season and all its shortcomings, I think of a tight end that you drafted fourth overall blocking for the tight end you signed, throwing to your third-string tight end, you know, with the John o. Smith rollout, trying to throw to Michael Pruitt. To me, that's that's everything that's wrong about Arthur Smith's play calling. Taylor, you're up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Taylor, hey, man, uh, does he get another year, in your opinion, with a new quarterback? So, first of all, you guys are amazing. Dukes and Bell, your show is off the freaking chain. Your content is ridiculous. Thank you all so much. I really enjoy listening. Um, I think this is a good question, but it's complicated because we all want to know what's going on inside the building, and we always have to guess at that. I mean, you guys do a good job of bringing us reports and telling us, you know, what people are thinking, what's kind of going on inside the building, but we really don't know. What we do know is that Terry Fontenot did a damn good job getting a defensive-minded uh, coordinator. He did a damn good job getting a defense out there that has delivered. What hasn't delivered is Arthur Smith and his offense. And this is the NFL. It's a win-now thing, and Arthur Smith has had chance after chance, and he hasn't gotten the job done. I think we need, obviously, new quarterbacks and obviously a new offensive-minded coach or uh, offensive coordinator. I don't see Arthur Blank taking the demotion to just being a coordinator while they bring in a new head coach. Sure. Um, so I, I think that I think the guy's got to go. But again, thank you guys so much, and cool. thank you for the time. Thanks for the love, man. Taylor, good stuff. Um, he's right about what's worked. This is why I'm not quick to to throw the baby out with the bathwater when it talk when we talk about this regime and Terry Fontenot and and the coach. 
I take each individual thing for what it is. We all know this offense has not played up to its capability and it has not worked like we thought it would. Let's look at that and how do we fix that. And if fixing it means new people, then so be it. But I can't look at this entire thing and go, well, Terry Fondell didn't do his job. His evaluation, let's be honest, of bringing in the guy after Dean Pease, who really nobody really knew about Ryan Nielsen. Coaching circles they did. Y'all didn't know about Ryan Nielsen. He brought in Ryan Nielsen, and we were like, holy crap, this guy's pretty damn good. And then he went out and spent the money to help Ryan Nielsen. That could have been anybody but Mike to get out of what he got out of this defense. And then again, with Grady going down, I commend him, man. He's done a hell of a job. No, like I said, some guys, the, the only reason I was critical of uh, the GM earlier this year and you know, the discussions last week is, who drafted Pitts? Why are we going skill, skill, skill with all the all the issues this team has had to fix over the years? I love the way the free agency money was doled out this offseason. And Anyamata has been great. You know, we talked about Caden Ellis and Jesse Bates. Guys were debating why we get Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is having a Pro Bowl year, and he's one of the be- big, best players in the league. It's Friday. Coming up, yeah, man, no man, on the way. We've got the pick segment. Boy, it's heating up, by the way. It is close. Uh, we're going to give you our picks coming up next hour. And uh, we got some college football news to report, including what's happening at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Stay there. Yeah, man, no man's next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Got to give a big shout-out to our listeners. You guys, when you call into this show, you guys are making the show better, and that's what we want. And so a big shout-out to you guys for uh, being thoughtful about how you want to, you know, say whatever it is you want to say, and you guys did a great job of representing that. 404-726-0929, it is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can always hit us up on our text line. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk with Steve Coonan. Hawks in action tonight, uh, taking on the Pacers. Should be a fun game, man. I mean, these are both high-scoring teams. Yep. And we said it. I think the two best point guards, uh, maybe in the league, but certainly in the East, in Halliburton and Trey. Yeah, last time we played them, it was like over 300 and <laughs> zillion points in that one. Nuts. Yeah, it right. was. All right, man. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about what's going on in college football. And uh, we'll give you our weekly picks as the uh, NFL season is, is coming to a close here. The regular season, guys, we'll go all the way to the end of the season. But right now, it's nip and tuck. We'll get to that coming up. But right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Turtle, it is Friday. Uh, you got big plans this weekend, by the way. What's going on, man? Well, I'll be here tomorrow All right. doing the uh, Turtle Show from 12 to 4. 
And then uh, I am getting myself a new addition to the Turtle family. What's going on? Uh, I got a cat coming tomorrow night. Really? Yeah. So is this the cat you've been trying to adopt for like three weeks? It's been longer than that, Carl. I will say, if you're trying to adopt an animal, they make sure you're going to be a damn good parent. <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, before we uh, got out to the country and Becky would let me have a dog because you knew I'd be too lazy to walk it in Midtown, we were in Decatur and they were doing like one of those, all the restaurants and bars were like part of a big adoption effort. And we found this beautiful little kitten and really took to me and I, I, me and Becky, okay, we'll take it home. Oh, no, no, you've got to do the paperwork. Well, we have a cat. We can show you. You know, we, we have a house. We have a cat. I've got a paycheck. You know, we're, we're not going to barbecue the cat. We're not going to use it as part of a satanic ritual. We're going to love the cat and give it a warm and loving environment. But it, it, I got to be honest, it was like, I don't know what the screening process did get a bit tiresome. So we passed. You've been going through this for like 10 days to get a cat. Yeah, it's actually been about a month since you I started. You gotta be the like with all, now, with all due respect to the folks running the shelters who are doing God's work. You gotta yeah, simplify that. That sounds like, like the federal lenient. government at work. Yeah. yeah, I had a Zoom call. I had a phone call. Yep. I had a paperwork session. I had an adoption fee session. It was, and then I got a packet. And when I say a packet, I'm talking about five different email attachments with care with vet information, with insurance information, with his vaccine records, with his rabies shots. Mm. It is no joke. I think nowadays, because of what was happening in the pandemic, folks were adopting pets. That had no business adopting anything. And then they got tired of the pet and they took them back. So I think then maybe they sort of like, hey, we got to make sure that if you're going to adopt a pet this time, we're going to put you through the rigors to make sure that you actually want this pet and you're not going to take this pet When do you do the psychological evaluation? (laughs) Well, that's going to be the 30-day uh, money-back guarantee that I mean, they give you. I mean, like, and I, Oren just touched on it. That that was a problem. Folks really did, and, and that's why you see so many, and again, dogs, poor, poor, I see those, every time I see the Sarah McLaughlin commercial for the ASPC, I'm like, turn it off quickly. going to make you cry. Oh, and the music in oh, the back. Oh, forget you it. see those poor dogs because, you know, people selfishly, people didn't realize the responsibility. But, I mean, still, Carl, it's a cat. You give him a shot once a year, and he poops in a box. You know, it's not that complicated. Yeah, I they put uh, food down. They poop in the sand and the kitty litter, and that's about it. One would think. I uh, yeah, unless they throw up or want the water running. I mean, there's a lot of things you'll see. Um, but don't do don't, 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 don't do, do it, Oren. Don't do that. Don't. No. Don't do it. And it always comes on like Carl. You're like, where's the remote? Where's the remote? Fine. I, I'm not looking at the screen. Where's yeah. the remote? And those animals, the dog's little nose is they, pressed up. They always oh, they find these animals. Well, Ugh. because there's some real rotten human beings there out are. there. But you see the the cat with one eyeball, or the dog's looking right at you through the cage. He's all mangy. You're like, oh yeah, stop! Tr- turn it off quickly. So uh, I think I told you this story. And congratulations, by the way. When do you get it? When do you get it this uh, weekend? Tomorrow night. Okay. So congratulations. We were going to. But after, once I get Chris's blood sample back, it is. It's a, it's a lot. We were going to do where you adopt, and then you know, as they look for the homes for these for these animals. And so we were doing. We were going to do the right. boxer rescue after Maximus died a few years ago, and I told you this, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll need to come do a home uh, a home visit." Mm. And I was like, "Okay, that, that's fine, you know." And they were like, uh, "Do you have any other pits?" And I was like, "Yeah, we, we got a cat or whatever." And they were like, um, "Does the cat up to sh- uh, date on the shots?" And we were like, well, no, it's a house cat. It doesn't do anything. Like, it, mm. it never goes anywhere. Well, the cat's going to need. And literally, after finding out how much money, more money we were going to have to spend to get the house right, mm. it was like, are you serious right now? So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I'm glad it's come to completion and you're going to get the animal. That is good. 
Yes, and one more quick shout-out before my first actual story involving sports. Uh, huge congratulations to my very close friends. They're basically family, the divine family. Carl, uh, you've met Todd yeah. and his lovely Great wife, folks. Bonnie. They became grandparents today. Really? Yes. Uh, daughter, Samantha, uh, Goldie Grace, born this morning, seven pounds, four ounces. Everyone's doing well. Can't wait to meet her. Uncle Turtle is coming to town. That's nice. awesome. Uh, Todd, you guys are great. They're terrific folks. Congratulations. Uh, and enjoy the grandkid. This means, of course, Turtle, less for you now. Oh, well, no. Listen, I mean, <laughs> I... I'll gladly take a back seat to the to the newborn baby. Hey, we it's talked okay. about turtle adopting a cat. They basically adopted a turtle when he first moved. Yeah, they, did. they did for yeah. several for yeah. several months. All right, somebody who was trying to make his way back into the lives of Americans and baseball fans all around is uh, Trevor Bauer. Very interesting. Doing the media rounds today, he went on Fox News. He went on our sister station WFAN, and he explained why he deserves a second shot in Major League Baseball. No, I, I'm not sure exactly why they did what they did. I know that I've made mistakes. That's kind of what I am trying to focus on. Um, how do I get better from the experiences that I've had? Uh, I've made mistakes in my personal life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really detail-oriented when it comes to baseball and my training, but I didn't apply the same level of scrutiny to my, my personal life. And uh, I made mistakes. I agreed to do things I shouldn't have done. It was reckless. Um, it hurt a lot of people along the way. Uh, made things very difficult for Major League Baseball. For the Dodgers, my teammates, friends, family, people close to me. Um, so I've done a lot of reflecting on that and made a lot of changes in my life to, to address that. You know, you and I were just talking about this off the air, Carl and I, because I always thought, you know, basic, basically the Braves love a good value. I thought, you know, if you could get past some of the fan base about this guy's prickadillos, could you bring him in? Because the price is right. He just played in Japan, kept his nose clean over there, as best we can tell. And there he is. He's being contrite. So, and, and, you know, as far as the whatever he likes to do behind closed doors, that's his business. And the charges against him were never proven. Yeah, see, that's my issue with this. Like, call me crazy. The sanctity of your bedroom is your bedroom. Like, whatever you do is behind closed doors with consenting adults, Mike, is your business. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, if you're going to say, yeah, but these women, uh, they accused him, or at least one woman did. The charges were false. Like, the, nothing came out of this. So why, why is it that now, and I get it, he's got to do this to make Major League Baseball say, hey, you know, he's doing everything he can to, to rectify the situation. But, like, why wouldn't a team maybe take mm-hmm. a shot? The guy can pitch. Right. He can still pitch. And it's not as if everybody has enough pitching out no. there. So I, I don't know. I just – that's my bigger issue, and I get it. He's talking about mistakes he made with his personal life, and, and that's fine. I mean, I just – I don't know. What are we really talking about here? What, what are we yeah. forgiving him for? Well, I mean, like he likes to, he gets a little wacky, you know. But that's again his definition. Your, your definition of what is cool is your definition. But I, I just felt that, based on what the Braves always look for, which is value, and here's a guy that you know brings tremendous value and still a pretty good skill set. Um, the other thing is, you know, the, if you go back and really look at you know his record, baseball players around the league don't like him because he's not afraid to call guys out and yeah. call out other players and other organizations. And he's always been a dude who's not afraid to just let it all hang out. Yeah, he also. Uh couldn't finish a playoff game because he cut his finger open. With I his do drone. remember that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Mike said, he's a bit. He's a bit of a goofball. If but you're asking me though, are you asking is he going to get another shot? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a really tough call because, like Mike said as well, he's still technically really in the prime of his career. He True. could still have three, four, five good years left. Well, these guys are pitching at forty. <laughs> like seriously, this is so. We'll see. It's a great question, Turtle. I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but but I do know this: he's doing all the right things to try to get back. He's doing all the right things. Yeah, he's only thirty-two. He'll be thirty-three later this month. All right, guys, Mike, we know what you'll be doing this weekend in terms of eating good. Carl, mm. what are we cooking? 
It's a good question, man. Um, probably Sunday as I watch these games, I am going to be doing something uh, on uh, that, that pit boss. Man, I love it, by the way. I, uh, uh, it's been great. I loved the previous pellet drills I had, but the fact that you can get the temperature up so high and do different things. Anyways, um, right. but, you know, I didn't even post because I was having so much fun. We did like a prime rib on, on New Year's Eve. Came out, it was so delicious, and I didn't even post it. I got like eight million pictures of this thing, right. and I didn't even post it because I like woke up the next day and was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." But turtle, to answer your question, follow us, put them up, see Dukes, uh, Mike Bell will be posting pictures from New Orleans down there, having fun, and uh, we'll tell you what he's having, and I'll tell you what I'm cooking, mm. and we love to see your pictures. Our hashtag Dukes and Bell tailgate at home has not stopped; it's continuing, guys. And as with a new year. Uh, we'd love to know what you guys are cooking. And we like, you know, new people to jump in, man. I know there are right. some people who've been doing this with us for two, three years. New people jump in. What what are you cooking and, and how are you preparing it? And send those photos and the best ones go up on our Insta. And hey guys, if you are gonna be making the trip to New Orleans, a lot of guys booked this, you know, way in advance when they thought this could be maybe the decide the division and we'd be going down there with a three or four game lead in the division. If you're down in New Orleans, just hit me up on Twitter, man, at Mike Bellet as Carl said, and we'll hook up because you know us. We love to buy shots. All right, guys, on a weekend full of babies, kittens, and po' boys. Big O, hit my music. <laughs> By the way, I, there's this little mom and pop. You know, There's a million of those fried oyster bars. In New Orleans? That I love, but I can't wait. One thing we are going to do, Carl and I do this every time we're down there, is Dickie Brennan's. Get that steak. That ca- Where else are you going to Cajun ribeye but in Cajun country? Oh, please, stop it. Stop it. The most depressing woman on the planet. Yeah, uh, that's good eating right there, brother. It really is. Hey, dog reports on the way. Carson Beck projected. <laughs> As the 2024 team MVP, coming back was a big decision. Also, decisions being made at Auburn and other places that are going to affect the coaching staffs. We'll tell you about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Stop that dog from looking at me! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 